Uh, what's up, people? Welcome back to another America's Abroad Soccer Podcast. Uh, a few days late, we will admit. It's a busy time of year, Christmas season, lots of stuff going on. Uh, joined tonight by Cole. You all right? You've been partying Doing this well. You've been partying this week. Is that why we're late? No. Um I do have quite a few Christmas parties in the coming weeks, but yeah, what do you got about five week. in a row or something crazy? Yeah, something like that. So I mean it's it is the season to be uh, It is the season. Well, yeah, actually maybe good, good that we're a little late because uh last couple of days at least saw some uh saw some good games with Americans doing us proud um definitely so let's just uh let's jump into it um you got a good bad and ugly for us this week i do we'll Um, let you go first okay i will go first i am going to go i'll go with my i guess i'll go with my Bad first, You're ugly bad. first. Go bad first. Which I don't know. I'll go, go or I'll on. go. Uh, go ahead. I'll go ugly first. I'll go go ugly, bad, good. Okay. Right. What was that? Um, my ugly is going to be um. Brendan Aronson. He um has not even been um making the bench for Union Berlin the past couple games which we knew he had not been playing well when he had played. He kind of had been a every now and then kind of scattered feature, um, but would say he'd struggled to make an impact in his appearances with the national team as well as with Union Berlin. And yeah. someone we've talked about in the past who's kind of um, just plateaued a little bit, it feels like, in his development. feels like he was developing somewhat steadily when he went from Philadelphia to – Salzburg felt like a good jump, and then it feels like going from Salzburg to Leeds was too big of a jump, same potentially with this Union Berlin move, and just doesn't seem to be working out, and his development kind of seems to have stalled out a little bit. I think he may have gotten, did they play in the midweek? They did play yesterday. They're still in the Champions League. Yeah, they're still in the Champions League. I'm thinking he he got in. He played uh, 12 minutes, actually. There you go. So he did not make the bench yesterday. Or, I mean, he didn't make the bench at the weekend. Yeah, the the weekend weekend he didn't. He did yesterday. Came off the bench, played 12 whole minutes. They tied with Braga. Yeah. So just, um, you know, just a disappointing situation for him. Yeah, he's struggling. And... Yeah. So that's my ugly bad. That's your what, ugly. I don't. I, how do, how do you differentiate your ugly and your bad? Bad, I will say. Bad has to be. I, I think bad is just when something uh, unfortunate happens to your players. You know, injuries. Those are bad things. Uh, ugly is just when they just, I don't know. They just make a mess of something. Ugly was, uh, like man use goalkeeper in their champions league game. That was ugly. Okay. Well then maybe I'll say Brendan's was my bad. 
I have a different okay. ugly. We have a different ugly. Yeah. It, ugly is in the eye of the beholder. I guess bad as well. So you get to determine it since you're the one doing it. My ugly is MLS um, talking about potentially doing this 10-minute penalty box. The, the, sin, the ban. sin ban. I could what? not be more aggressively against something that I've seen be mentioned in ages. Well, but what just, about I the idea it. I hate of... But you think about it. If you look at it, yeah, they're talking about it. The International Federation, whoever they are that makes up the rules... They're talking about it, and one of it is to try to control player behavior. So just for example, if they had it in the Nations League and Geo, you know, what, instead of getting another yellow card, what if he just gone you mean for his desk? Not mean desk, yeah, desk, not Geo. I apologize, Geo. You know, but if desk for his descent, instead of kicking him out of the game, he just was off the field for 10 minutes. No, send him off. Shouldn't behave like that, regardless. <laughs> um, it's. I mean, you should. I agree. Stop trying to change the game. Well, like, I think the thing is what I'm they're tired trying of to, them. What they're trying to do is, you know, I'll play devil's advocate for it. Uh, it is something you see in other sports, and I think it's okay that you know it's okay to make changes now and then if it's going to be better for the game ultimately. And I think that's what the test is trying to decide. Uh, what kind of impact does it make? Does it change player behavior? Um, you know, so for certain things that maybe instead of getting a yellow card, they, I don't even know, are they going to talk about doing different cards for it or what is I'm it? not sure. I'm aggressively against it. Like I couldn't be aggressively. more aggressive towards it. Oh, so- stop changing the game. Like the uniqueness of your punish for an entire game because of behavior we already have VAR that is supposed to eliminate well, huge that's errors. Well, you know, that's still going to be tired in of, there. I'm you know, tired you're of still gonna be ch- for trying dangerous, to change the game. Yeah, for dangerous and aggressive play, you're still going to have – guys are still going to get booted out. You're still going to get booted out for an accumulation of yellow cards. But let's face it, some of the yellow cards they've been given are so ticky-tack that, you know, like the, the thing where – you know, as far as calling for delay and stuff like that. You know, you think back that early on when I think it was, was it Trent early on got a yellow card because yeah, when he Newcastle. tossed the ball away and then, and then yeah, later got it. That's kind of stuff. And so what if instead of doing a yellow card, he's just out 10 minutes? No, I hate it. I, I'm tired. I don't want to stop trying to change the game that I think is perfectly crafted. If we have any problem with red cards, then well, it's there officials. Have been, I mean, there have been job. changes in the game throughout history. Not, not this drastic. This is a oh, yeah, extremely there drastic. There not in been. modern times. Not um, in modern times. This is an extremely drastic change. Well, wait, what do you modern consider times? modern times? How about the Premier League? You didn't have subs until like around the nineties. That's. I mean. Premier League didn't start till 90. Say what? Premier League didn't even start till 90. Well, I'm I'm just saying, but you didn't even have it introduced in in one of the in some of the big leagues until like 90. It was, you know, regardless. I just it's too big of it. Like I I think that there's a uniqueness to no, you have to play a man down and 
like if we have a problem with the officiating, then officials need to do better. It's not like we're going to do this and officials are all of a sudden going to do better. Like they're still going to make bad calls regardless of how many rules they change. So I, think, I just I, think I hate it. Could it. Add an interesting element, sort of like the power play in hockey. It'll so. it'll honestly ruin MLS a little bit for me if they do this. To be honest, I don't think it's just MLS they're talking about. They're looking. They're well, looking that's... for big leagues, some of the bigger leagues to experiment with it. So no one wants to answer their call. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It's a terrible see. idea. I it's don't terrible. know. I think it's interesting. It's. I think okay. it's. I think it's egregious. Okay. Anyway, my good. What's your good? Um, <laughs> it's not MLS. I'll say that. My good is um, I'm going to go with uh, just our striker pool. Um, and I know um, Balogun hasn't had the most prolific start at the club level um, so far this season. But I think that when you just look at our overall depth, it's really impressive compared to what we had at the World Cup a year ago. We're one year out basically from the World Cup, and it's amazing to think, how we've done a 180 in terms of depth and talent at the striker position. Um, obviously, Balogun's, we know, extremely talented, um, a really good player. And then Pepe producing at the club level. Obviously, we'll talk about, you know, he had that big goal yesterday for PSV to yeah. send them through in the Champions League. Then you have Haji Wright scoring goals for Coventry at the weekend and, and in the midweek. And PFOC was having a great start to the season before he was injured. Sargent was having a great season. So it's just really impressive, I think, our depth right now at the striker level, at the striker position, which is not something I would have guessed a year ago. I thought that was going to be our Achilles heel for a while. So, Yeah, now it looks like there's other areas that need attention. I mean, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of funny. We talked about, you know, we you know, always talked about how we had sort of a a backlog of wingers and yet we saw last time, you know, last time in the international break that without Polisic and Wea, maybe our depth isn't so big there. And then right. center back is still a problem. I was laughing because they were talking about, I was listening to the show the other day and they were talking about, okay, what if you had a combined, you had a tournament and you combined men's and women's team that you had a co-ed tournament for America. And and one of the things they did is they were they put the female center backs in ahead of the males, mainly because they just think they're better. <laughs> Makes sense. So um, you know there there are there's yeah, you know, and that's always going to be the Achilles heel is when we get up against bigger teams. You know, eventually, I don't think we may have any problem that we may have a starting eleven that can play with some of the bigger teams. The problem is the subs we have right now aren't to the level where you've got teams like France and England and Germany and everybody else. Their second teams are as strong as our first team. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, you even uh, was reading some stuff about Euros coming up, and it is interesting. Even you see the tiers kind of at those levels. And obviously when you get to necessarily our level, you see even more of a drop off when you get to the backups. But like one thing I was reading about is just how deep France is compared to say England, England yeah. is deep, but you see England without Jude and um, John stones in the latest 
qualifiers and they looked like a different team compared to what they were pre that. And so I think you see teams where say England, obviously they're incredibly deep, but they lose Kane or stones yeah. or Bellingham yeah. or Declan. And even they have a draw, but where France is like, it is I know. It's so an, ridiculous. It's the talent they have. Riches. It's I've never seen, I'm not sure a team that has as much, they could field three teams that would be as good as most teams in the world. That is it's, pretty crazy. It's, it's so ridiculous, but um, yeah, I think center back would be an area of question, obviously. Um, so we'll hopefully talk a little bit more about those and some of the guys who played this weekend as we go on, but definitely going to be a continued conversation in terms of who's going to be the guy going toward Copa America. Yeah. What's your good, bad, and ugly? I'm, I'm really... I was really struggling for, you know, to find a bad and ugly. It was, um, it's really, some more for you. It was really a nice week. I mean, it was just a nice weekend and you and I, we talked about it earlier. It was, you know, a lot of guys played, you know, they played well. We had guys scoring and making assists and I, I didn't really, and we're going to have, I'm going to have a week without, and I'm going to go with, uh, good is, uh, and you already mentioned it. I, I just think for to come on the scene and the situation in that and for in the Champions League, I think PSV and uh, Pepe coming in with that, just a great header uh, to win the game for them. In the, what, about the 93rd minute, I think it was. Uh, he scored probably the, yeah, about the 90th, something like that. Yeah. It was it right was around there. They were already into the extra time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was fun to see. And, and you know, just to see Americans, you know, across the board, even in the, in the Champions League and Europa League, seeing Americans play important parts on their teams. Um, yeah. You know, Pulisic didn't, obviously he didn't score, but he played 90 minutes. They lost. That's because they have no defense um well drew missed the penalty early that changed the game to be honest that was that was killer and they controlled the game pretty much for the first 60 minutes 75 even but Dortmund was just a lot more clinical and they I mean I I can say many things about Milan Calabria is terrible the right back just awful he was a well, disaster got, on two of the goals. Yeah, but he's a captain. I mean, he's and he's been pretty bad all season. He was really bad in that game. Two, he was at fault for two of the goals, honestly. And he he gave the penalty on the first one, and then he uh, was real slow to react on one of the other ones. But I mean, and then he had one right before the half where Pulisic teed up across for him at the back post, and yeah, he just I didn't even that. put the header on frame. Yeah, I saw that. And that it's was like, terrible. man goodness so he was really poor for them but yeah they've got some defensive good things he's not american (laughs) yeah that's true uh but all in all it was just i thought it was a good weekend and a good midweek for our americans abroad so i think there's a lot to be pleased with and seeing you know guys is actual making contributions to their teams yeah speaking of the psv game 
I think Das deserves a shout out for really bouncing back after obviously getting criticized heavily at the international break for his crazy <laughs> for what tantrum. Yeah. Um, but was good at the weekend, played 90, and then midweek had an assist, set up the first goal and a really nice ball in, a really nice goal yeah. by them. Um, I think it was Saibari, had a really nice finish, but it was a great ball, and he was good again. And so just um, to bounce back after, obviously, a you know, a learning moment in your career where you just get absolutely destroyed on social media, in the media, all over the place by everyone – and then to come back with two good performances immediately is, I thought, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's always bad when they start using your name for a particular behavior. I already saw in some game, a Premier League game or something, I think, that uh, somebody got two yellow cards in quick succession and and obviously Dest just referred to and it was something like this. They said, oh, he did a Dest. Um, that's tough. That's, yeah, so... That's you know that's not one of those things that you really want your name attached to from now on. But he may get lucky and probably not. So probably not. Probably not. Uh, all right, but let's talk about the week and weekend and midweek. I think we've already mentioned some of the things that went on. Um, let's start with England. What do you got for us? Uh, back at the weekend, are you talking about specifically? Yeah, yeah specifically. Just in general. Um. Yeah, I think that uh, Matt Turner's still on the bench. Um, they lost to Brighton. He didn't give I'm up any not, goals. He didn't give up any goals. The other guy gave up three. So, so uh, how about that? There you go. Um, so, I don't know what. I have think eventually he'll get another chance. But the guy, by all accounts, hasn't been bad in front of him. So, no, they pay, it'll, yeah. might be a little bit of time. Um Let's see. Haji Wright, I believe he scored. I know he scored yesterday or Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day uh, Coventry played. I cannot remember if he scored at the weekend also, but um, he's kind of stepped into form. He's started to be a consistent starter for Coventry. Um, He'd kind of been bouncing in and out of the lineup the first two months of the season. And Coventry had a real slow start. They were someone who's being, people had touted for, uh, just, you know, a chance to get in the playoff. And they've started to pick up points. He's been scoring in the starting lineup most weeks. So that's really encouraging. I think he'll be a key part of them making a push towards the playoffs. Hopefully this – well, I don't know if I say hopefully as a avid championship watcher. But they might make a playoff push, and he <laughs> might be a part of that. Um, but um, what else? Um, Oh, let me get my QPR minute of the day. Uh, they won. Oh, we are. Uh, oh, we won, did we? Oh, yes. So Reggie Cannon's had a knock. So he was out at the weekend in which we lost 1 0 to. Who we lose 1 0 to? Someone we shouldn't have lost to. Um, and then um, we played midweek against Stoke and 1 4 2. It was really encouraging. Huge win. We had to have it. We're still in the bottom three, but it we've I think the fan base has got some hope right now because since uh new coach Marty Sifuentes has come in, there's been like a clear, more progressive style of play, clearly just much better on the ball, creating more chances, getting in better spots. We've struggled a little bit finishing. When's but, the last time um, they scored four goals in a game? 
Oh, it's got to be. I mean, last year, last first year, half maybe. of last year yeah. would be my guess. Yeah, when they were rolling. We definitely did. First half, first half of last year, we were real good. But um, so that was a – oh, Norwich is who we lost to mid, or at the weekend. Such a bad oh, loss. Yeah, yeah um, I knew that. But, but uh, fans are really encouraged. We are uh, flying high. Reg Cannon came in the last, like, 30 yeah. minutes, and yeah. the game honestly changed when him and one of the other center backs we brought in because – Cannon's just a definite upgrade at right back. And so that's um I think when he's healthy, he's the guy. And so hopefully they're gonna start to climb up the table a little bit potentially. Um and I think he'll be a big part of that. Um who else played? Uh Anthony Robinson had a nice assist over the weekend. He did. He yeah. did. They won. They won three two. Yeah. Uh I think that was Monday's game against wolves yeah they did yeah, um, they played the last game you're right him last and game of the week him and reem both him and reem both played 90 um let's see if i'm missing any other england players uh i think that hopefully updates on some injuries hopefully we'll get josh Sargent back sometime after christmas break Sometime in January, maybe Daryl DK probably around the same time. Yeah, sometime December, what January. D, what happened to DK? I'm not sure what DK's injury is, yeah, but he really he's at West. He's at West Brom, right? He's a West Brom, and he um he's been out for a while. Um, I'm not even sure what his injury is, but. I mean, he's been, he hasn't played a ton for West Brom. So, no. oh, an Achilles injury last April. So, yeah, I was thinking he, I hadn't seen him at all this year. So, no, he has not played. Um, so, and I'm thinking he will come back some point in the, you know, December, January range as well. That's when it was at least rumored, but I haven't heard anything in a while. Um, the only other thing I'd mention is we've talked a little bit about Christian Fletcher before. He's plays for Swansea's U21s. He scored a hat trick again uh, for their U21s. He's got like 13 or 14 goals already wow. this season. Wow. Um, he can't, He has not been allowed to play with the first team yet because of basically the loan rules. You can only have a certain amount of loan players on your first team. So hope the hope is they make it permanent in January. It was just a loan move and a six-month loan move. The hopes they make it permanent in January, and then he's able to get ushered into the first team because – he definitely deserves it. He's been absolutely on fire. Where is so, he from? Uh, DC, okay. United. He played. He played for them some last year. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. So I think that's most of England. Richards didn't play. Trusty no. Sheffield lost uh, to Bournemouth, I believe, three one. Yeah, so like Bournemouth needed that. Bournemouth has kind of been getting a little bit of steam going ahead. They're starting to climb out of that relegation zone. So it'd be interesting to see. They, I thought for a while, especially without Tyler, they may really struggle, but seems to be more other struggling teams down there below them. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Man City to get their big penalty and end up down there. Uh, it'd have to be like a 50-point yeah, penalty. I know. <laughs> There's not a there's not a big enough penalty that it's gonna no, I know, I know, I know. really put them down there that far. Everton's man, it's they're it'll be interesting to see if Everton could climb their way out. 
They're definitely good enough to, but. Yeah, yeah that uh, would be sad to see them go down. Especially like this. That just, yeah. when it's not anything based on play, I don't know. That just. Yeah, it's based on poor I don't management. Want it. I, I don't want it to be that way that they go down. But, um, all right. All right, let's move switch. out of England. Let's go to Germany. Why not? Yeah, another contender for what could have been bad would be Reina's situation at Dortmund. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think. And I don't even said, know if it's a fault start... of his own. Didn't you say? I think they started a what a young guy over him over yeah. the weekend. But then he scored at the weekend, and he scored against AC Milan. So, uh, wow, it was uh, yeah. So it's so not know, looking it's good tough. for Gio there. No, no, it's it's not. It's Jamie Bino Gittens. He's like seventeen. And he scored at the weekend, and against he was really good. He was their best player on the field for in that game. So, have you heard anything? Have you heard any rumors about Gio possibly moving somewhere in January or no? Saw a loan rumor to Ajax uh, in January. I saw, I don't know, I've seen some other things. I've also seen he doesn't want to be loaned out, potentially. So it just depends. I'm not sure. I'm, it's weird because it's like, I'm not even sure he's really played bad at all when he's played. It's just more like uh, he's not preferred is essentially what it comes down to. And so it's hard to say... Like it's almost like maybe you should just leave. I'm not really sure. I'm not. I'm not sure what the answer is. I think it's crazy how little he plays for how much production he's had when he has played, or at least just how many chances he creates and the eye the, test. It seems. I don't know. It's weird to me. Has something against him or what? Uh, they play a little bit of a different style. Like even in that Milan game, you saw they kind of sat back a little bit more. Yeah, and. Maybe Geo's not suited for it as much. I'm I'm not sure. It, but I'm still not. It, it might just be that they convinced he's just not favored or rated by Terzic. Yeah. Um. Anything else particular? Uh, you know, you think of um people who never will get back into the American national team probably john brooks uh yeah back starting played 90 uh it's still amazing with some of the issues we've had at center back that he just never gets a look again i don't think it's happening no i don't think so either <laughs> uh yeah. but i think it would definitely be interesting if he did no i agree it's just I don't think it is going to happen. Um, Julian Green, speaking of people who probably never played for the National Team, <laughs> had an assist. He's had a really good season yeah, for Boda Firth in the Bundesliga 2. So, yes, he has. Um, saw that Luca De La Torre played 90 for Celta Vigo, which is just every week. He's just a 90 machine. Um Venezia is still rolling along in Syria B. Yeah, Tanner Tessman, uh goal and assist. Um Yeah, he's he's having he's, a season, which he is Yes, he's gonna be one of if they if they get if they get promoted, he's gonna be one of the big reasons they have. 
Uh, I mean, him and Busio both pretty much play full 90 every game in center yeah. mid, the two of them. I, And it's one of those things where you, like, you, I still have to, like, tamper my expectations a little bit in a sense of, like, it is still Serie B. Because he's putting out, like, every game, you know, he's putting out really good yeah. performances. And so it's, like, you know, still got to be a little patient to see, okay, will that translate to the next level, playing for the national team? Obviously, he only had the one cap that he yeah. played. But the it, it, I'm I'm excited and optimistic about it. But Well, it's still, almost like I'd rather see these young guys playing somewhere where they're playing every game instead oh, of in an upper, you know, in a higher league and sitting on the bench all the time. I mean, you think of Chris Richards. I mean, how yeah. much development are you getting when you're not even getting dressed out sometimes? Well, and the thing about Chris Richards disappointing is I think he would maybe start for in a league, almost any other league, potentially. I he think he's even he, like... Even some some lower teams, you know, some other in teams. In the Premier in the League. Premier League is, yeah. Yeah. And I think... But I do agree in the sense of like, you know, it's a better situation, I think, than say like Paxton Aronson, who I'm not saying that's a bad situation, but he plays, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a game, maybe every now and then. I think it's a lot better Busio and Tessman playing every game for a good team in the second division. Now, obviously, you can't always choose that. This is Paxton's first move. So it's not, you know, the end of the world, but I do agree. I like that situation more as a guy who's going to play regularly every game. Um, speaking of guys playing in sort of lower leagues, uh, I was actually, I was pleased to see George Bellick playing today. Uh, yeah, he had a tough assignment. He Uh, did. He was, yeah, he was up against, uh, Mo Salah in, on that, that side of the field. And, uh, he played six. Which to be fair, the goals, at least the first two goals weren't necessarily his fault. No, the, uh, I don't think so. He could have stepped. He could have stepped slightly faster out to um, when Joe Gomez put in that cross, but it happened real quick. Gomez took one quick touch, sent it in off. He kind of got it off a cross field ball. So, and I would not even really put that on Bello. And then the other one was just Mo Salah getting in behind and kind of chipping it across the line. So, I, I mean, it's, but, you know, good experience playing a winger who's probably the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think it's just good because, you know, he's starting to play. He's getting regular minutes there. I mean, he's in the Europa League, which is, you know, that's obviously, I mean, you're getting a chance to play against teams like Liverpool. Um, okay. Where, you know, I know he got a lot of criticism from when he left Atlanta United because he basically went over to Germany and did nothing. Uh, that was a bad situation there. Yeah, it really was. And so I'm just really happy to see. I mean, if you remember, he got early looks with the men's national team. And, and he uh, plays 90 pretty much every game for yeah. them. So, or at yeah. least plays decent minutes for them most games. So yeah, he's getting so a, that's good. a so, good run out. Yeah, and he's still so he's young. So, you know, that's a, that's a future that you want to look at. Uh, one other guy, one other guy I wanted to give a shout out. Um, who we've talked about hadn't really gotten a look at was Georgie Mihailovic played. Yeah, he did about 80, 85 minutes today and a one oh win for Azed really, in the Europa League. Yeah, really played well. And 
Are they in the yeah, conference that's what league? I heard. They are they in the Europa are, yes. Conference. Yeah, they're in that because Ajax Ajax is in the actual Europa League. Yeah. Um, but they um, yeah, he played well. I saw he had kind of like over one expected assists on the day. So honestly, to not get an assist with that, you're pretty unlucky. Um, so it it been kind of waiting on him to get a performance, get a game and have a decent performance kind of taken this long, which yeah, is a bummer, but, but encouraging at least. Well, he played well enough and they, you know, it helped keep them in the running there. Um, and, and so hopefully he'll get rewarded for a really good performance today. Um, trying to think of anybody else to really, uh, Musa didn't play midweek because of suspension. He's- Right. Yeah, he's so, also apparently had a knock, so he wasn't going to play anyway. Okay. I saw, but apparently he'll be back the weekend. So, um, we've talked about PSV already. They all, you know, they all were good. Sort of, if you want to watch a team, I was going to say, if you want to watch a team that you're going to see Americans playing a big part, uh, hard to catch their games. Uh, every now and then they're on ESPN plus every now and then. And and so, but they're, you get, that's a game you can watch and there's a good chance you're going to see Americans doing something really good in the game. And PSV is perfect on the season so far, 13 wins out of 13 games. Yeah. And so they are having an epic season. I mean, yeah, listen to this. They, oh, they qualified. They're, oh, did they? They're through, yeah. Okay, good. Because now they changed, the Champions League changed it from goal difference being the next, the first uh, divider to head-to-head being the first divider, then goal difference. And they have the head-to-head against uh, Lons. And so um, they're through already. Good. Um, good. But they, on the season, have 48 goals and have only given up five in the Eredivisie. Wow. Man, so, um, Air Divisie is known for goal scoring, but just but that but, defense. And it's a better to league. The defense, the top that they've of, got. Yeah, the top of the league is better than people give it credit for too. Um, it's not. I mean, it's not a amazing league, but some of the top teams no, we talked are about quite it in good. The, in the rankings, they're Feyenoord's, actually ahead of League League on in France. So, Feyenoord's a really good team, um, and. Normally, you have Ajax up there. Ajax had a rough season. They're down in eighth. But uh, odds Ed's pretty good. So you've got some some decent teams in the league. It's um, it's not exactly just, you know, every game's an easy win for them. But they're just – I think they deserve credit just for how amazing they've been. Yeah, it's been a great thing, I think, for Dest especially. Who was... Yeah, he's gotten such consistent – he's been – He's played the most. Like, he's played every game pretty much since he got there. I'm not sure yep. he's even missed one. And because he can play both sides. Yep. And so he pretty much, if one of the other guys out, he takes his job. Like, he just is so reliable every game he's starting. So, which has been great. So, having a really big season. All right. Anybody else you want to call out? Uh, I was going to give a shout out to Gaga. Uh, they lost, yeah. but he had eight saves. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's having a good be, season. Yeah, he's having a good season. There's something to be that 
you know, when your team's not real good, then you get lots of chances as a keeper. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's obviously the future. I think, you know, probably maybe not. And who knows? He could be if he made some real gains, if you saw him move somewhere after this year or so had a really good year, but I'd still think he's probably beyond the 2026 cycle, especially when we get to keepers who seem to get a whole lot better as they get older. Well, and I think there's every chance he's on that roster. I just doubt he's the starter. Yeah. For 2026. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. It no, I yeah. agree. I agree. I think I think he's definitely he's going to be the starter in the Olympics next summer. Um, right. And I think he'll be, you know, the backup or yeah. third string. But I'm not sure he'll be well, getting a look at being the starter. To be honest, starter. we don't have anybody else. He's actually the it's only true. one playing he, a lot. So. He, I would say right now he is the back. I would put him as my backup. Like he would be my number two currently yeah, I, for the I team. Agree. I agree. Uh, the only other thing I would mention is that uh, Juventus kind of keeps chugging along, got the draw against Inter, which was huge for them to stay tight. They're two points back of Inter, who the two of them kind of have jumped out a little bit over the rest of the pack. And so Juve just kind of keeps chugging along in their ugly style the game's not fun to watch um but they get the job done and mckinney is still keeps playing so yeah oh and he keeps playing well and so it's a it's a terrible team to watch as what i've realized this year it's not (laughs) it's not good they don't play pretty soccer they are hard to play against and they've got two just absolute units up top so anytime they get a good look they're a decent goal threat but i wouldn't say they play pretty soccer at all no i agree with you um what do we got coming up this weekend for folks to look forward to yeah um let me just pull up my i will post tomorrow the um weekend full slate but i will go ahead and give um just a couple highlights. Juve does play tomorrow at 2.45, so that's one got, if you're okay, looking they've got for... Friday afternoon game. Against against Mons, or... I'm not sure how you say that. But, um, so, you've got them Friday afternoon if you want to watch Weston. I'm not sure what... Wea was... is a, a possibility. I think he's kind of questionable for it tomorrow. I'm not... I wouldn't be optimistic on him playing, but he could potentially be on the bench. Um... And so that's one to look for. Oh, um, no. hey, this will you'll like this. I mean, just for you, QPR tomorrow afternoon, three. Oh, o'clock, yeah, Friday ESPN afternoon plus. Press, against Preston. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's going to be absolutely massive. Everyone tune in. You've got three Americans potentially involved because you've got Cannon. We also have Charlie Kelman, who's been coming off the bench a little bit for QPR. Okay. He is, we don't talk about him on the show because he's not really in the mix for getting called up to the national team. But he has been playing a little bit for QPR off the bench. You have Dwayne Holmes um, for Preston North end. So a big game for us tomorrow, especially because um, Huddersfield won yesterday, who is above us in the table. So we need to keep pace. Um, So need that. Um, A few other games at the weekend. Um. Milan play at 245 on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for those games have... in the Americans. Premier League, you got Burnley and Sheffield United. 
So you got the, the wannabe American that we want, Coleo Show, and you got Austin Trusty. Yep. Playing there. You have Nottingham uh, Forest with uh <laughs> Turner on the bench, maybe. Yeah. Munching Godbach and Hoffenheim, so you might get Scally. John Brooks, I don't think P Fox back yet. Um and then um Union Berlin play nine thirty against Bayern. Wolfsburg play nine thirty against Bochum. Um and then Sunday we have what do we have Sunday? Liverpool Fulham. So Sunday we'll enjoy morning. that. And okay. you got Anthony and Ream playing again, they'll have their hands full. Liverpool's uh yes, they will. front front five is about as good as you'll find anywhere in the world, probably right now. Um, especially with Luis Diaz right now is taking his game to another level, especially after his break with Colombia. I don't know if you saw that. He had two goals against uh, Brazil to to beat them, and so he's just on a tear right now. Um, that had to be just sort of celebration. I mean, his dad was there at the game oh, yeah. and playing, and For, certainly that's pretty awesome. He's a really likable guy, really likable player as well. Um, but uh, Sunday, you got Leverkusen Dortmund. That's a big game. Leverkusen's been flying in uh, Bundesliga. So Dortmund, let's see if they can. Nah, they've kind of fallen back in the table. So they really need to. They, they lose that. They're, they're in trouble of falling completely out of the title yeah, race they're for the incredible. whole year. Dortmund, and that's sort of the maybe even more the disappointing thing about Geo because they're just incredibly inconsistent in the Bundesliga. Well, it's it's so interesting because they've been fantastic in the Champions League. Yeah. They they're going to top the group, which was everyone knows been the best group in Champions League. I mean, they won at Newcastle and at AC Milan. Yeah. And so it's just bizarre that they've been so good in the Champions League and someone who you honestly based on the way they are able to go play against a team that's really going to press you really aggressive and sit back and kind of hit you on the counter. You wouldn't want to play them in the knockout rounds, but they've been terrible in the Bundesliga for their standards. Yeah. Um, so just a bit bizarre. You know, you wonder if having coming so close as they did last year. Yeah, it took it out of them. Yeah, that almost. Well, that and then you lose Bellingham, so. Which we got to talk about him for a second. Okay. I He's the best player at this age of anyone I think I've ever seen. For how young he is. He is. But I mean, think about it. You think about Mbappe still, what, 23? Yeah, but Mbappe is a winger. Well, I don't, what do that? But it's a, I don't care what position you're talking about. No, but I'm saying Jude has 15 goals from center mid. Yeah. He's got as many goals as the leading scorer almost in La Liga, and he plays the center mid. Yeah, I know. It, I know. it is it is absurdly ridiculous. I it's just it's crazy to me that yeah, it's gonna be interesting. A midfielder is scoring yeah, that can many he goals. Keep that up all year long. Because I mean he hadn't done 20. that. He hadn't done that, you know, he hadn't been that prolific where he's been before. No. So. But clearly, you see the drop off when Dortmund uh, lose him. Yeah, so, obviously. Um, and England, England at, at in the qualifiers without him. My goodness, they were a different team. So much worse without him. 
And so it is he's he's really fun to watch. Yeah, he just his movement pretty phenomenal right now. It's I every time he scores, I'm like, how was he there again? How do you do it again? Like he did in the Champions League this week as well. It's like he just pops up with goals every single game. And it's great. I mean, right now, I would say he's got to be the clear front runner so far this season for the Ballon d'Or for next season. Yeah, um, I, agree. I agree. I would I would imagine. Can't imagine. Think, uh, I don't even know. I don't know who else you would say. I mean, I know Griezmann's been really good for Atletico. He's kind of had a revamp of his career a little bit. Um, But. It's hard to argue that Bellingham's been the most influential player for anyone so far this season. No, I'll agree with that. Uh, And I I don't think anybody expected him to to jump in this quickly. You knew he would do the things that we'd already seen he was so great at. He's just... He's got it's crazy because he has such a good work ethic in midfield where he like he still can defend, still recover the ball. He's great and tidy in possession. Yeah. You expected all that. Well, right. He's got this incredible knack of being in the right place at the right time in the box. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's his instincts are just off the chart. And it is a little bit, I'm sure, you know, people are like, surely it's gotta be lucky, which I'm sure there are aspects of, yeah, a couple times the ball is gonna bounce. But no, you don't do it that many times without having just a killer instinct for knowing where to be. Well, you've got an instinct. You're able to read the game. You can see what's happening in front of you. And when you keep showing up in the right spots again and again and again, it's not luck. No, 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 no. But anyway, enough of Jude Bellingham. Yes. <laughs> Too bad he's not in America. I do like him. I I do like him a lot. I I really do like him. Well, he is he's, England, and we do have a we do have an allegiance to England as well, since I was born there. So we are we are English as well. So we'll uh, that's right. Hence the hence my QPR love. There, there and you your go. Your Liverpool love. There you go. All right. Anything else before we end with our weekly trivia? Well, I think so. Just watch some soccer this weekend. It um, is. And a lot of good. Yeah. Luckily, you got some good soccer. You got soccer tomorrow afternoon. A couple of good games to look at. You got good soccer Saturday, Sunday morning. Good, and then you got go, good American football. Yeah. American football. It's a championship weekend in college football. Find out what's going to happen in the playoffs later on. So, I mean, packed but, weekend. But uh, the thing is, we could. Um, you, I could put out a schedule of an amazing sports watching weekend. You start Friday with the U of A game. You go into Friday night with Washington, oh, wait, wait. Oregon. Start Friday with what? Start Friday Juventus. with QPR. That's true. I think they're after Juventus. They're at, Juventus is at two forty-five. Oh, they're um, at three. Okay. QPR is at three. Juventus yeah. at two forty-five. Wow, fifteen. And then minutes. you go into you go into Oregon, Washington that night. Yeah. Then. You got all the games Saturday morning, every game you can think of. And then you start going into all the college football championships. You got that the rest of Saturday. You go back in Sunday into your all the games we talked about. You got some NFL Sunday. Monday, you finish with uh, – I'm not even sure who the Premier League game is Monday. I'm sure there is a Premier League game. Yeah, to end out know. your weekend 
Nice. So you could not move for like <laughs> 70 hours if you wanted just a prime sports washing experience. There you go. Uh, yeah. Wives calling your complaints to uh, Cole. That's right. We'll have to send mom because I'll be home. We'll have to send mom out to do something while we while we sit in front you know. of the TV. Well, to be fair, she's the one who'll be watching football. She, I know, uh, she will. Yeah, my wife Cole's mom is a uh, big time college football a, fan. Like as big as most people I know, which yeah, is so funny. funny to me. Well, I figured eventually so after funny. all the years, she just had to. Uh, she had to, or she wasn't going to be with us at all. I mean, I left like eight years ago, and I guess I just realized coming back, I'm like, when did she get so obsessed with football? Like, what happened at some point during this? She is. All right, let's get to some trivia. Uh, sort of based on the fact this past weekend, uh, Erling Holland became the quickest to score 50 goals in the Premier League. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, and we know he gets probably, underrated. If he stays, well, it's just you because he, you know, it's, it's city just, and it's city, and he's just so he just does it so much. But like, I think he's probably criminally underrated for how good yeah, he probably I, I really think, is. I agree, and I think people excuse it because he is with city, and you know, he's gonna I, go I somewhere else though and be amazing. At some yeah. point. And people yeah, are going to be like, wow, we forgot this guy was like the best player in the world. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so in honor of that, I figured we're going to go through all the uh, the big leagues. Uh, and we're going to throw MLS in there. And here is your quest. I need the top all-time leading scorer for each of the big leagues. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. We'll start easy. You want? We'll go easiest first. Uh, MLS. Probably Donovan. Landon Donovan. Uh, right. Premier League. Uh, Alan Shear. Alan Shear. Any idea how many goals? No, you don't. Like two hundred something. Yeah, it's two hundred sixty. Two fifty. Oh, that was a pretty good guess. I said two fifty. Yes. Um. All right. How about La Liga? Is he French? Oh, La Liga. Sorry, sorry, sorry. La Liga. Uh, Messi. Messi. Yeah. How many? We'll give you a guess here. Like. I'm going to say he has 300 goals at least. 474. Yeah, I was okay. just in La Liga. Okay. Set. Yeah, you add in he's, other you add in other things and he's like over he's like up at 6 something, 600 something. He's he's the greatest player ever. I don't know why we yeah. even I'm not sure why we're debating it still. He's got he had like a season of like 70 goals one time. Yeah, I know. Um It's like that's impossible. All right, we'll give you the last. I'll give you the last one that you're probably going to get because I don't know that you're going to get the other ones. Uh, how about Bundesliga? It's um, it's uh, it's not Lewandowski. I think he's close, but um, it's uh, it's Mueller. Jared, 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 whatever Mueller. his name is. Jared Mueller. Very Gerd. good. I'm impressed. Yeah. That's right. He's got 365. Uh, he was- 
I just know, and they were like every single one was with Bayern Munich. So I do yes. know, I yes. knew that. Um. All right. So that leaves, uh, Syria. You want to take it? Yeah. And I'd never even heard of this guy. You've never heard of him? No. What? That seems impossible. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I hadn't. Um. Maybe you have. It's one. not. It's not. Toddy. No. What was he at? I have no idea. I I didn't even look. I just looked for the leading one, so I didn't look for a well, rundown. I'm, hold on, I'm I'm gonna look real quick to see if I was close. <laughs> How about I just tell you who's number one? Who's number one? Silvio Piola. Who? I have no idea. That's what I told. I said I have no clue. Never heard of him. Uh, Syria all-time top scorer Silvio Piola. I mean, I've never two hundred seventy-four goals. Yep. Toddy Toddy second. Okay, there you go. With 250, see. so he's close. He's close. He's close. Uh, so those are the major leagues. Uh, I did I did look up for Ligue 1. I have no idea who he is. Delio Onus. Really? When? I don't know. He had 299 he's, goals. Mbappe's got to be climbing up the ladder. He's somewhere climbing in there. up, but he isn't there. And then uh, the Eredivisie. Um, yeah, never, never been a more Dutch name than this. Willy oh. Van de Kuglen. Okay. He's somebody, it's, I mean, he's obviously name. somebody who played, stayed in the Eredivisie and never you didn't went even, to another league. You didn't even so. let me guess. I probably would have gotten it. Yeah, I bet you would have. No, you did so it's good. Not cru- it's did not good. Cruyff. You got all the you got the Gerd Muller. That was the one I knew was gonna be. Let's see. Yeah. And you got the number okay. two in Italy, so I'm impressed. Johan Cruyff is fifth. Okay. Yeah, well he left. So, yeah. But I mean, that's the only person yeah. I would have been able to. Luke de Jong is seventh. The ageless one there. Why Pepe can't get on the field. I know. <laughs> But at least he does good when he gets there. Uh, that's it for tonight. And uh, nice. So uh, hey, a lot of good stuff going on. I think we got a lot of uh, man. You ought to be proud of the way the Americans are playing over there in Europe. Um, yeah. You know, for a lot of years, you know, people just sort of gave Americans. Uh, you know, you really had to prove yourself if you were an American and being over there. And I think more and more, the way these guys are playing now, that's going to really set the tone. And it's already has that you see more and more Europe looking to America for uh, for young talent, uh, even to the point that you have teams yeah. from over there setting up academies here in the U.S. and trying to develop them into their own system. So that's a really strong thing. And that's really good for America in the future as well. So on that note, uh, we will say, see you next week. See ya. All right. Catch you on the other side, guys. Go USA.